Welcome to That You May Grow Thereby, a work of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. We are located at 18 Scott Drive in Florence, Kentucky. Our phone number is 859-371-2095. You can also visit us at www.nkcofc.com. And now, that you may grow thereby. Thank you for listening to That You May Grow Thereby. My name is Greg Littmer, and I am one of the elders at the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ, and I thought I'd entitled the episode today as simply, Why? There is a question that is addressed in the Old Testament many times and in different ways. The question is, why do the wicked prosper? In Job 21, verses 7 through 15, this ancient man of God asked the following. He said, Wherefore do the wicked live, become old, yea, are mighty in power? Their seed is established in their sight with them, and their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear, neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bull gendereth and faileth not. Their cow calves and casts not her calf. They send forth their little ones like a flock, and their children dance. They take the timbrel and harp and rejoice at the sound of the organ. They spend their days in wealth, and in a moment go down to the grave. Therefore they say unto God, Depart from us, for we desire not the knowledge of thy ways. What is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what profit should we have if we pray unto him? Job's friends had come to him in his suffering and affliction and spoke of the difficulties of the wicked. Eliphaz, Zophar, and Bildad all spoke to Job of the hardship and early demise of the wicked and of the security and prosperity of the righteous. Their obvious implication was if Job would simply come clean with whatever wickedness was in his life that had caused all of these problems, everything would be just fine. However, Job responded by showing that the same blessings of a material nature come upon the upright and upon the wicked, and frankly, he wanted to know why. The twelfth chapter of Jeremiah begins with these words, Righteous art thou, O Lord, When I plead with thee, yet let me talk with thee of thy judgments. Wherefore does the way of the wicked prosper? Wherefore are all they happy that deal very treacherously? Thou hast planted them, yea, they have taken root. They grow, yea, they bring forth fruit. Thou art near in their mouth and far from their reins. It is essentially the same question we're asking in this episode. Why do the wicked seem to prosper? In a little different approach, the prophet Habakkuk just could not understand why God delayed his judgments against the wicked. Consider Habakkuk chapter 1 verses 2 through 4. He said, O Lord, how long shall I cry and thou wilt not hear? Even cry out unto thee of violence and thou wilt not save. Why dost thou show me iniquity and cause me to behold grievance? For spoiling and violence are before me and there are they that raise up wrath and contention. Therefore the law is slack, 
and judgment doeth never go forth. For the wicked doth compass about the righteous, therefore wrong judgment proceeds. Truthfully, I've wondered the same thing myself. Why is it that some of the most ungodly people appear to be so prosperous from a material standpoint? Why does God permit them to carry on, for they bring nothing of truly lasting value to the world and sometimes cause great harm? It's hard sometimes not to ask those questions. I think of the Lord's statement in Matthew 5, verse 45, when he said, that you may be the children of your Father, which is in heaven. For he makes his sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. Sometimes I want to know why. Why do the wicked get the same material blessings as those who are trying their very best to serve God? Though well, the answer to that question is found in God's word. If we had continued on in Jeremiah 12, we would have found God informing his great prophet that he was guilty of failing to see the end. God would take care of it in his own time. Jeremiah 12 ends with the statement, but if they will not obey, I will utterly pluck up and destroy that nation, says the Lord. God told the prophet Habakkuk to hang on. He would take care of it in his own time and in his own way. Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 2 through 3 tells us, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie, though it tarry, wait for it, because it surely will come, it will not tarry. So what do we do? Live by faith and let God handle it? That is what we do. If we move just one verse forward in Habakkuk 2, we find, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. He calls to mind Habak or Micah chapter 6, verse 8, which says, He has showed thee, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. That is the answer. Humbly walk in obedience to God and completely trust him. He is in control and he is infinitely just and righteous.